Mind Body And soul Be a better you The Edge of the Mind Podcast For mental health and physical well-being Welcome back to Edge of the Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Dan O'Mac. Welcome back to season two. This is our first episode of the season. Thank everyone for a successful season one. Um, and I took a break over the summer, vacation, moved. Um, a lot of people are tied up in the summertime, so I just thought this was the best time to come back. Again, this is about real everyday people sharing real stories of their struggles with mental health. Um, physical well-being and overcoming adversity. This podcast is intended to motivate, inspire, and support one each other, each other in our journey to be better today than we were yesterday. None of this for PWE would be possible without our partners and sponsors. First off is Rue Psychedelics. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Rue Psychedelics. The link to their Etsy store will be in the description of this episode. Whirlwind Productions Detroit, if you're looking for podcast production work or voiceover work find them at whirlwind productions det at facebook and instagram or you can email them at whirlwind productions det at gmail.com brain jerk entertainment uh, they are more than a podcast they do so much great stuff uh, especially in the southeast michigan area so go to brainjerk.com. they have a youtube channel brain jerk uh, brain jerk entertainment on all social media platforms check them out they do fantastic stuff i was recently a part of um uh, an event they did. And actually the guest that I have on today was too. So that was a fun experience. Ronnie at Jayquist photography, Ronnie's trans, um, transition from one love in life, which is professional wrestling to another love, which is photography. Um, his steady hand, his, his love for photography makes him a, an asset to that industry. If you're looking for any type of photography work, you can find him on Facebook and TikTok at Jaquis Photography, and that is spelled J-A-Q-U-I-S. On Instagram, it's Ronnie Jaquis. And on Twitter, which he's wanting to build his Twitter following, it's horror underscore style. He's still using the wrestling gimmick there, but he's completely converted it over to, um, to photography. Um, all of your photography needs, reach out to them. He's also now selling uh, prints of his figure photography, which he's he, he had a lot of success of early and he's selling those prints now. So reach out to him with that. And also a shout out to friend of the show. Um, wake and bake in the morning with Schwartzy, 9 a.m. Monday through Thursday on Twitch. Check him out every day. There's something different. So check him out. He, he's a good friend of the show and he does amazing stuff. So check him out. For everything Pro Wrestling Edge and Talking Sports with PWE on social media, it's PWE Pod. It's um, pwepod.com is, is our website. You can find information on all the hosts and, and uh, co-hosts for all the, or all the podcasts there. And also there's a link to our Brain Buster Tea store um, to buy our merch. There's also a section to do reviews, and those reviews go to Apple, Google Play, and Spotify. That helps push us out farther in the algorithm when, when people um, are looking for this type of related content. Um, for this podcast, you can you can uh, join the Facebook group page at Edge of the Mind Podcast by PWE, and on Instagram it's Edge of the Mind Pod. So once again, I want to thank everyone for um, a successful season one. Um, took time off to recharge, rejuvenate, and get ready here for season two. I, I, I have an exciting season plan with, with so many more brave men and women wanting to come on and share a story um, about their mental health, their overcoming adversity, or, or, or physical well-being. So um, I'm excited for this season. I'm excited to bring you again. I had mentioned online when I made the post about this season coming back. Season three will be 
previous guests of season one and two who want to come back and share more. I've had a lot of requests from listeners and I've had a lot of requests from um, former guests that want to come back on and tell more of their story. So that will be coming in season three. Um, but just uh, season two is going to be exciting. So let's start with this. Um, a lot of different ways I could go with this. There's going to be a little it's going to be a little bit different than season one. I have a few things planned that are not um, what season one was, but I just want to reiterate that this is all about motivating, inspiring, and supporting one another. Um, so I'm excited for those things, but I want to say, I want to introduce my guest. Um, he's not only a guest, I consider this man a friend and he's one of the, the people that I do it's an honor and a privilege to know him and, and to be able to call him a friend. Joseph Schwartz, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm doing Hello. great. Um, back for season two, I, 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 we had talked previously and I reached out to you said, hey, I'm coming back. Um, if you want the first episode of season two, it's yours. And you were like, heck yes, let's do this. Um, so yeah, it's nice, yeah, it's that, nice that, to have that, you on. I know absolutely. you're a busy person, so I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to do this. And we've had a lot of conversations about mental health in general. Actually, you were the one that I went to when I had the idea for this podcast and ran it by you. Um, this is what I want to do. And at first I told you, I want to do a mental health podcast. You're kind of like, ah, that's done a lot. Um, then I told you what I wanted to do. And you were like, yeah, I think that is definitely going to help people out and everything. So I appreciate the feedback before I got started um, on this because you like I said you were the one of the first people I thought of to bounce this idea off of so I appreciate you for your candid honesty on uh, what you thought would be something that would work and what you thought would be something that wouldn't work or would be too much like everything else so I appreciate you for that of course of course it's uh you know I when I wanted to do wake and bake when when I wanted to do wake and bake as Schwartzy. Uh, that was quite an adventure. In fact, I started off with Better Days. Uh, right. It was an evening show. That was that was where it really started. And it started in November. We're almost coming up on a year, which is kind of wild. Wow. You guys were like right there in the front running of people that supported me and uh, encouraged me to go out and do my thing. So like, uh, you know, how could I not first of all and second of all you get you got some good stuff here you know you know what you're doing and it, it's cool to see you branch out into some other other topics with 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 the talent that you have so yeah it's it's great that you've done this it's a real pleasure to be on the show I'm really glad to be here today I'm really glad to be here just as uh just as wholesome Joe today <laughs> wholesome cup of coffee Joe well, here I, I appreciate that and although my just like you your love is wrestling but there's so much more to us as people than just um you know just um some of our interests we have so much more to us and one of the things is everyone's everyone has a struggle or a journey with mental health physical well-being overcoming adversity and we've had a lot of conversations about mental health um, for both of us, we've had conversations back and forth about, about things. And, and I know that you have, um, you were, you've been a lot more public, um, about yours than I have, um, yes. until COVID happened. And I actually came on your show and we talked about, um, pro wrestling edge. And we talked about this podcast was starting and, you know, you wanted to know you already knew, but for, for your listeners, you wanted them to know why I come up with this and, you know, and, and I had told the story before of, you know, this really came out, um, as something that not only me, but a lot of people need to deal with when COVID happened, you know, everyone used COVID in a different way. Some people use it as a way to identify that they knew they had struggles and was able to use it to help overcome things. And then there was other people like me who realized, you know what? I have struggles that I need to stop ignoring and uh, do something about. So um, 
I know that you were one of the ones that already had been aware of some struggles and you used the COVID time as a way to help yourself um, and yeah, to strive yeah. to be better. Do, do you want to talk about that a little bit of, of, sure. of when so, COVID happened? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, to give a little background, like I am a, um, I, I am a now functioning, but I, I am a, I am a, I am a diagnosed bipolar schizophrenic. I have uh, severe multiple personality disorder. It is something that just one day, I couldn't even tell you why. I mean, I've had my fair share of, uh, I guess you could call them traumas. I don't like to call them because they're no, you know, people have clearly had it far worse in life. So, right. you know, we use that as a, as a reason to downplay our own personal traumas. But like uh, one day, uh, my, my mother describes it best. One day I just wasn't happy. I was, a, I was a happy kid. And one day I just stopped being happy. I have no idea. I couldn't, couldn't tell you the reason I, you know, some people say puberty doesn't, it, who knows uh, one day it just, it just kicked in and it, I was, I was off to the races. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I, I have had dealt with this for a very, very long time. Uh, I have been on, so like my parents, God bless them. God bless them. They, they, they meant well, I, I say this with love. Uh, they, they tried to do what they thought was right to fix me on over the years, you know, obviously growing up, developing as a young adult, developing over the years and, uh, all these changes that naturally happen to your body. Uh, they took me to a ton of doctors and they, and they put me on. God, I was on every uh, medication under the sun. Not at, not at the same time. I, I tried different ones and this didn't work. They went through work. the different ones. To see right. What worked and, best and, for I, you. and I disclaim that honestly, that's, that's what they thought was good. And I'm a kid. I don't fucking know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so I have not only, uh, how do I put this? I not only have the damage of, of being a bipolar schizophrenic, but I have the damage of being on certain medications that have side effects that I still uh, occasionally have had to deal with. Right. Um, so just, and that's, and I, I just give you a background. A lot of people don't understand me. A lot of people, uh, I move a little different in the universe. This is stuff that I deal with every day. This is, this is, I either can go outside and function as an adult and make, uh, make the most of my life. Or I can, uh, I can sit in this uh, house of mine, you know, I'm in a studio right now that's in my house and I can uh, sit in bed and uh, I can eat. I like to eat. <laughs> Eating <laughs> is one of my coping mechanisms. I can watch, I could binge watch TV and I could uh, not accomplish much. And I, I chose the, uh, I, I chose not, not to do that. Right. I choose every day to go out now and, and do something about it. But uh, you know, there's always roadblocks. There's always roadblocks. Like I said, uh, every medication I've been on never worked. It, it didn't, nothing, nothing worked. Uh, I, I, even when you think it would work for a couple months, I would crash. I would, uh, right. You know, one time, one time they thought it was ADD. So they put me on Adderall and Adderall spiraled me into a very dark depression. And, you know, this was very early on. Uh, when Adderall first came out, I also, at one point in time, they thought that I had a sleeping disorder. So before Ambien was ever a big thing that people like know about as this wonder drug and this good time, uh, I was prescribed to Ambien before it was really a popular thing when it first came out. So I like, when I tell you that I've been on everything under the sun, uh, and like I said, it was, it was, it was all in just the hopes that it would get better for me. My chemical, it's called chemical imbalances, right? We call it a chemical imbalance. So we think, uh, well, let's put another chemical in there and balance it out. And that's not, maybe we should just use a different term. I don't think chemical imbalance is a responsible term, but I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I don't fucking know. Right. Uh, so, so just to give you guys all a point of reference and the background and all that shit. I've been on everything under the sun. I, I function. I, I have to deal with this uh, disorder already. I go from zero to 60. Um, my handwriting changes. That's sometimes how people can tell. Because uh, it's, not, it's not very transparent. It's not very like you can't tell. 
unless you really know me, like, like Randy knows and stuff like that. But my handwriting will change depending on my mood and how I'm feeling and what I'm going through, stuff like that. Right. Um, so, so this is the stuff that I deal with every day, but, uh, I, I, I got really fed up with all that shit and I got fed up with medication and I was willing to, uh, to stop. I, I stopped taking medication altogether and not, not like when I forget or just don't want to, because I'm depressed, but I genuinely was, was done with medication. I, I felt that there was, uh, there was nothing in it for me. So that was, that was something that, that happened to me uh, around pandemic. Okay. So pandemic hit and obviously you have a good grasp of your struggles. And, and like you just said, you, it was almost like the doctors had you a trial and error on let's try this. Let's try that. Just kind of grasping at straws on what might help you. And around the time of the pandemic, you decided, fuck all this shit. I'm tired of, of, of not feeling the way I want to feel. And I'm tired of, of just taking all this medication that's doing nothing for you. Um, so when COVID came and, and, and we all, you know, our world went in this panic, you know, in general. And, and, and that's when a lot of people like myself uh, realized, acknowledged that I did have, have, issues, you know, mental health issues. Um, but when, when, when COVID came for you and you, you you made that decision to stop taking any of the meds, what was a way that you used, uh, to help yourself? I, I, I do know one thing you did was you started a garden. Um, I did. I did start (laughs) a garden. I started a full fledged garden. Uh, I was, they gave me I wanted to work. I was working. I had a job on the side of wrestling and uh, they, they, they had nothing for me. They, 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 so they gave me a decent sum of money to stay home for, for that summer, which uh, I guess. Awesome. It was a great, I guess. So I used it to, uh, I built a whole raised garden in my backyard and excavated my whole backyard. And I'm not very handy uh, right now. Randy is actually uh, excavating a tree that got hit by lightning in her backyard. That's, that's her stuff. That's her department. Really? Honestly, we have a very modern relationship. <laughs> I do the gardening and she does the, she does the, the removal, but like uh, I, I decided to do something real hands-on with the garden and excavating the backyard. And uh, that was, uh, that was something that I took on. And uh, I, I didn't, you know, you, you, you're not tending to your garden. You're tending to your soul. After a while, you realize exactly. Oh, calming this is very very calming so, so was it so obviously that whole process like you said it turned into not uh, necessarily work or a hobby of oh i've got a garden i'm going to tend it. it it really you know like you said it tended your soul it helped you you know be more at ease with yourself it helped you be more comfortable it helped you realize that you know what i'm i can do things to make myself better Right. Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, you have to find things to keep busy. I don't like to sit around and I, I, it happens once in a while. We all have that depressed. Like I said, we all get to those depression spells where you sit around for a couple of days, but I'm pretty decent at, uh, all right, day three uh, of, <laughs> of Netflix. And like, I'm on to the shows with subtitles. It is time. Once you, once you get to the subtitled shows and whatever uh, streaming service you're watching, you should realize you're in a, you're in a very vast depression. That's right. Just pull yourself out. <laughs> leave the house for just a little bit. And also from a your professional wrestler, we've already said that, you also transformed, um, started transforming prior, but you transformed your, your character, your gimmick, into what you are today, which I think is... is a lot of who you are, you've just turned it up. Um, well, I mean, that came, that came out of, so it's very interesting where that came from. That came from uh, my, my absolute uh, final path, not my final path. Cause I'm still somewhat on the path. Uh, I broke off. I had, I had to figure out something because I am a monster without some sort of uh, sedation or medication or, uh, you know, when things go nuts, so uh, I, I had to figure out who I was, too, while pandemic happened. And uh, 
I actually found uh, therapy and medication through psychedelics, um, through LSD and psilocybin mushrooms. And uh, it, was, it was through all that that I found out who Schwartzy was. And uh, it was through that that I found out that I actually can function without medication, without uh, traditional medication, without uh, prescription medication, if you will. Right. And uh, I can do, and, and over time, I found out that you can do it in a sense that you're repairing your brain and you're not so much dependent on what you're taking. Okay. That makes complete sense. I mean, we've had these conversations before, so I know, I, I know what we're this, this discussion, cause we've had them, uh, or we've had this discussion, um, when this whole podcast started, you, you know, shed some light on some stuff to me, but you know, that's something that, um, when you finally found something that was working for you compared to all those years of being given this and being given that, and let's try this and let's try that. You're able to find something that actually helps you um, and works in a benefit instead of against you. Um, right. And no, it was, it was, it was, it was doing wonders for me. Uh, I would be okay for days, weeks on in after uh after a good trip seven to eight hour trip in an evening i would find that like for the next couple of weeks um it's like someone went in my brain and organized everything like like someone sent a butler in there and cleaned everything up like nothing around me changed but right. uh how i approached everything how i looked at everything how i was able to life you know i think i think people are like life hates me and it's uh it's life. Life is life to everybody to a degree. And it's, it's really our manageability. And, uh, it, it makes, it made things manageable. Everything was manageable. I could compartmentalize. I could, uh, I mean, I could, I could run a wrestling promotion. Right. And wrestle. That's wild. Like I can do that. I couldn't do that before. I couldn't even, fathom all that payroll <laughs> advertisement like i'm i'm doing the best i can right now but oh my goodness um uh, putting a schedule together putting a character together uh teaming with someone like kenny like i couldn't imagine before uh psychedelics and repairing my brain and doing doing some real good mental health work because you got to do work on the site you got to do actual work with it yeah, can't just take take drugs. Hey, I took drugs and I'm good. <laughs> right, no, it, it doesn't work like that. Uh, you have to do like uh, genuine, genuine work on yourself. But through all that, um, I couldn't I couldn't fathom doing the things that I'm doing now before psychedelics. And I had done psychedelics here and there in college. I had taken mushrooms in college here and there, and uh, spat a little bit of LSD. Nothing, nothing insane. Nothing crazy. Just enough to make you giggle. Right. But uh, I really delved into uh, delved into the science of it and what it does for you. And uh, I do enjoy LSD, but I do enjoy the science behind mushrooms and, and the repair it does on people's brains. And um, I currently uh, mix my own microdose. I microdose every three days okay. uh, psilocybin mushrooms. That is something I do to this day. Uh, I can stop whenever I want. And I know that sounds like <laughs> yeah. it's uh it's I, what I mean when I say it in this sense is uh you generally take it for about like four months, three to four months and you don't, and then you assess yourself because um, you know, when you're, when you're prescribed to like a medication, like let's say like a Xanax, a Xanax is there to uh, whenever the problem pops up, it manages the problem. Yeah. So you take a pill. It doesn't, uh, manage the problem and then go behind the curtain and fix the patient. It just kind of manages it. Uh, when you take psilocybin uh, in a microdose form over the course of three to four months, it does repair to your brain. It, uh, you know, it doesn't work right away, but after the first like week or two, you genuinely, uh, the world is brighter. You just, you can manage. It's not like, like, like limitless or anything like that, but right. uh, how you approach things, uh, Everything's just more manageable. 
everything that was already happening, nothing's changed. It's more manageable. It's like, uh, I found my life to be a lot better and um, I don't have to worry about, I don't have to depend on it. And it's not very expensive. You know, a, a, a three month dose is, is very cheap. You know, you've been on Pro Wrestling Edge many times. You're probably one of the most recurring guests on the show. But the very first time you came on, you did something that we we usually ask of people when we have them on for the first time is you told your wrestling origin story. You know, you told your you told your background and everything. And one of the things that I've noticed this as your friend, but also you talked about it there is is um, you're a very educated and intelligent person um now you didn't just come out and say i'm in i'm at, i'm i'm intelligent and this, this look and at that, me. but look at me i'm but, fancy but you talked about what you were doing professionally before wrestling you talked about how it's helped you running you know the things that you learned in your previous uh, full-time profession before wrestling started how it's something that completely is something that that is a huge asset to running a wrestling company, running your media, (laughs) you know, your uh, media company marketing and all those kind of things. Um, how, how much it helped you, you are a very intelligent person. And and if anyone has a conversation with you, who you are friends with, or, or, or you, um, talk to outside of wrestling as, you know, the fans, you know, like someone that's genuinely someone that's a part of your life that, <laughs> that, that has conversations with you, the person, it is very easy to tell that you're an intelligent person. So when you're talking I, about, I oh, I, I of don't. course, but, but the point I'm getting at is when you were saying you get, you researched and was into the science and seeing how, um, the psychedelics uh, it can actually help your brain and all that. And and I know firsthand that that is definitely something that falls right underneath your, um, your wheelhouse of, of that intelligence is you like to know the why of things, which is one thing that I think draws yeah. us together is we are both that way. We both want to know the why of things. So I have to understand it. I do. When you said that you you've researched and found that it actually can help repair the brain and, and the things that the positive effects it has on you. That is something that I can say is, is, is legitimate because you put in so much research on things and you, you want to know that why, and, and, and you dive into things and you find out even running your promotion, casual conversation about, about your, um, about your, promotion that you've had with me of, of just how you, you go in depth on looking for different ways to market and, 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 and always looking at what are the best ways to go about doing things. And one thing that you've always said to me, whether it's been our conversation about life, the wrestling business, the little bit of the wrestling business that I can say that I'm involved with of, of the podcasting and the media stuff and things that I do to help out. Um, you and other and other promoters when it's needed is is we're always learning and you have that mindset that you're always learning you 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 never feel like you have nothing more to learn or 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 you've learned all that you're going to learn in life so when you get when you said i i'm fascinated by the science of how that affects me and stuff i a lot of people might just generally think oh he's taking psychedelics but <laughs> yeah, you it's true though but you also put in the work and the research on everything that you do whether it's the psychedelics on how it is a positive effect on you every life every in drug every drug i've ever put in my body no matter how i mean i mean whatever we're human we experiment with drugs obviously right. it's not a secret i'm i've experimented with quite a bit but as I've always researched it to the absolute uh, max. I have, I have absolutely, there's stuff I haven't, I, I don't touch, but like, uh, you know, everything I, I just have to understand and I have to make sure I know what I'm putting into my body, what I'm doing to my brain, uh, what, you know, at least kind of where I'm about to go. Uh, they talk about the rabbit hole, but you know, you have an idea that you're going to be in some tripping fashion if you take some sort of psychedelics right. and you can research other people's 
uh, stories and you can take the sum of all the, you know, the, it's, it's, it's like taking the average of numbers. You take the sum of everyone's stories and you get an idea of what you're going to get into. So uh, I've, I've never, I, I tell people all the time, I might seem like I'm super cool and I, I, I do all these, these drugs and um, I'm willing to, to try all this stuff. But it's nothing that I haven't researched. I, I make sure I understand what I'm doing to myself. There has to be a responsible, you know, I'm very pro-drug culture, but there's a responsibility in the pro-drug culture. Um, you have to just know what you're doing. You have to be careful. You have to know your surroundings, you know, set yourself up for, for a good night. If you're going to take something, depending on what you're taking, make sure you're around people, make sure you're not around people. Uh, but uh, you have to, you have to understand what you're doing. You're throwing throwing yourself into the wind completely is is not the way. So you, you mentioned a little bit of it. You're saying prior to finding this as being a good therapy for you, a good way to dose yourself and a good way to get positive effects on you mentally and whatnot. You said there was a lot of things that you said you wouldn't be able, you wouldn't be able to run a successful wrestling promotion. You wouldn't be able to, to have someone that you tag with like Kenny, who, who, you know, is, is someone that is, has, he has so much potential and he has so much positive and he's such got a heart for this thing. And, and you're able to, to, to help him along and give him guidance and, 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 and kind of, um, help him along his path and your successful media company with your Twitch channel. I mean, I know when you became an affiliate, um, before you even announced it, you, uh, you messaged me and was like, Dan, look, because you got your email from them. I was so excited. And I was so happy for you. And those are such big accomplishments that, um, it's okay for us when we make these accomplishments with all of our struggles and all of our roadblocks that we have to celebrate those things and um, not to toot your horn, but um, you've been very successful the last three plus years professionally, not saying you weren't before, but there's been a huge um, change and, you professionally when it comes to your accomplishments um you are probably when i go places not even in indianapolis when i come out to your show because of course you're loved at your show because it's flop house but when i go other places and you're there when i go other places and, and it's somewhere that you worked even recently you know you're one of the popular ones that people are bummed that oh Schwartzy's not on this one you know they want to see you they want to interact with you so you're so humble and you're so open and willing to spend time with the fans and and talk with them and do all that it's okay to celebrate our accomplishments and i know that's one thing that absolutely can be be difficult for people to do is realize that to yourself you might think well that's something small you know like some people might think oh you became a twitch affiliate you know, I did that in two weeks, you know, because of this or that you were generally excited. I was excited for you. You've been so successful with that platform and you've grown that so big. In addition to running a professional wrestling promotion, taking your own bookings and just seeing how much positivity and, and that adversity that you've overcome from from no longer being dependent on, on prescription medication that, that wasn't helping you. And it was actually, it wasn't even helping. I like, 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 that's the crazy thing is it wasn't even like, Dan, it wasn't even helping. It wasn't doing it was anything. Actually like I heard if, you. Even if you get a month. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, like I, I don't want to come on your show, your, your mental health show <laughs> and, and sound like a conspiracy theorist, but like, but you, like, but like, I don't know, am I, I don't know what I'm allowed to rant on, but like, uh, man, it's whatever, whatever those high tail drug dealers are selling at the doctor's office, uh, whatever they're selling that month is what they're trying to get you hooked on. Right. And there's no fucking money in, uh, in a cure, in a complete cure. There's no money in the repair of your brain for, for certain people. And certain people go bankrupt if you actually fix what's wrong with your brain 
And that's the problem. Uh, you know, I three years ago, I, I was, uh, you know, behind the wheel of my car over almost at an overpass. Uh, I was uh, bullied online. Uh, somebody decided to get revenge on me and say nasty, make some, make up some nasty things that uh, fortunately I, I, I don't have to deal with. But at the time, uh, it, it put me in a spiral. And uh, it was like I either had to uh, live or die. And I decided to live, you know. And uh, I really decided to take control. And when I started to use psychedelics and when I started to garden and when I started to do all these, these things for myself, everything else kind of came together. And I became the person I was always meant to be. And there wasn't a prescription medication in the world that was helping me feel this way. And I'm genuinely doing yoga in my backyard. I'm, I'm, I reinvented a, my wrestling style. I'm not, I, I feel like I have been doing this for a very long time. And this is the least lazy I've ever been in a ring. And I thought I was not being lazy before at times. I really did. Right. Uh, I, I mentally and physically have transformed my outlook on everything. And it's, and it's all due to uh, psychedelics, microdosing. Uh, I've moved on to trying DMT these days in responsible doses uh, with excellent results. I think that there's a market out there and I think it's wonderful that you've got cities like Ann Arbor and you've got Denver that uh, are, are legalizing the psilocybin I think that, uh, you know, I've heard some episodes on here and a lot of people do have have some tough stories, but like uh, I'm trying not to hit you with the tough shit because this is I'm, I just want you to know that I'm going through I, I, I go through what could be hell. It could be it could be hell or I could say that I've got a bunch of personality like, like I take I take psilocybin every three days in small doses and I now. When, when I really focus, I now take multiple personalities and, and multiple voices in my head and I turn it into a council of people that go to work for me. I've, I've figured out a way to manage what's already going to always be there. I, it's, it's, it's done wonders. So like uh, the fact that I can do all this and, and should be functioning on a very low level. I should be, fo I should be way below average functionability. I'm functioning on a very high level. I think there's something to be said for that. And I think people need to know that. And you've also in the last three years, um, you've got in better physical shape as well. Yes. Um, I know there's ebbs and flows with that with everyone where they're really dedicated to the physical workouts and eating clean and all that. But you have, you have done that in that time frame too. And there's one thing that I really wanted to hit home having you on is, you know, you, 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 you told everybody how things are before you started to take control of yourself and, and getting, figuring things out and doing right. One thing about you that I can say that um, people listening that might be not in a good place is Schwartz is passionate about a lot of things in his life. He's passionate about wrestling. He's passionate about his media profession. He's passionate about his fans. He's passionate about his friends. He's passionate about his family. He's passionate about so much. And when you're in a dark place, you're not that way. So, so leaps and bounds of actually taking control of your situation and finding out what is your best path to do that. Um, everyone can, can, can come leaps and bounds and, and I'm so happy that you wanted to come on and talk with me and share the story successfully. You're about to put on your three year anniversary show for flop house wrestling three uh, years. Yeah. We were just in a backyard. It started in a backyard and you are now at <laughs> the most pro 
to me, one of the most historic venues to run professional wrestling in Indianapolis, if it's not the most historic venue. So the sud ties to that venue, Indiana it's City big, Brewing Company. Big, yeah, big venue. And, and for you to be at that three-year mark and to be able to have been successful, to be able to put on this show and, and uh, you know, this is going to come out closer to the time of the show that's coming come out the end of August, beginning of September. But like already the ma- matches you've announced are just so huge and the things that you're doing and, and everything with Flophouse Wrestling, the opportunities you're giving people who are working hard. Those are things that you do out of your passion and love for not only wrestling, but your passion that you have in life for life, for people, for for helping people however you can and I just i think it's uh so like uh there was there was a couple people that put their hand out to me in wrestling but it wasn't many and there were some times i i i, I could have really used it and that's the same for randy uh but i remember those couple people that did and the difference it made then and uh that's really all we try to do. We don't do it because uh, we we want you know praise in any way. We do it because uh, you just gotta you be the difference. Just be the difference in somebody. Uh, you right. know, it, it, even if it wasn't us, as long as somebody, if somebody would have just reached out to, to Hoodfoot, because uh, you know he'll tell you his story about where he was it wasn't uh you know where he was training he could have been stuck there and been a local guy and blah 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 but like as long as somebody put their hand out the talent is there there's all these talented wonderful kids and they just might have a hurdle or an obstacle or a wall in their way and randy and i have been tearing some walls down for a while so it's just i guess if we can stop along the way and help some people tear their walls down and help their story get better and move along. That's really the best you can do is be a positive contribution into the lives that you see and be the difference that like might give them a better day and a better chance. Maybe you see somebody that, that has a little bit of a shit hand and you know that they would, they would do better if they had a little, a couple better cards, just be the couple better cards, you know? And, and he's referring to wrestling, but that can go for anything in life. I mean, it really can. Um, but again, I just wanted to thank you for coming on and, and talking. I know this was a difficult conversation to have. Um, yeah, usually with I'm me. the other guy. <laughs> but it's I, uh, I, weird. I definitely appreciate you. And I think um, what I was excited when you wanted to come on is that the big positive turnaround that as your friend, I'm proud of seeing in you. And cause I was, I wouldn't have met great people like you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, like, like if I was not where I was today, honestly, I was, I was, I was real asshole. I, I probably, we probably wouldn't have such a good rapport and I'm so yeah. blessed and, and honored to like have uh, people like you guys at the pro wrestling edge, like in my life in general. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. You know, and, and I'm that way too. I, I like to, we've had these conversations. I like to support people who are passionate and support people who um, may need some help in some way or whatnot. But uh, I, anyone that, you know, I'm like-minded in things and when you see that or someone that even you're not like-minded with that you see needs a hand. Um, I, I've all, I like to be the one just like you do to to try to be there because we've looked at it ourselves and like you said not many people has reached out to you when you needed it the few that have you remember and you're thankful and you're you really blessed think for about those it, people. yeah you and really think about how much that made a difference though. you know and same thing with me there's been times where you haven't known and you've reached out just to ask me what's up and how I'm doing. And we've had a conversation and those type of things are things that, you know, maybe when I wasn't in the best spot mentally and just out of the blue Schwartz was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see how Dan's doing. And, and it's just a casual conversation, but just, you always give me encouragement and I try to do the same thing for everybody else. So when anyone is, is, is having these issues, just understand that there is a way to come out of it where 
you can make a positive impact, not only for yourself, but for others. And it's a, it, it's a daily struggle for all of us. It's, it's not something that we're going to cure or one day say, I, you know, I had the flu, I'm over the flu now and I'm fine. It's never going to be that with mental health. But if we can all just try to work harder to get to a place where we want to spread positivity and help where we can. Um, that's, that's what I want to do with this podcast and stories like, like Schwartz is here where, where he's doing that and has done that for himself and is, and is going out of his way to help others is it's truly inspirational, man. And I'm, I'm honored and blessed to call you a friend. I truly am. I, appreciate that. I really do. I, uh, yeah, I appreciate that very much. That was very kind. That's very kind of you. <laughs> Before we wrap up, this will come out before the show. I am going to give you the chance to plug Flophouse because I know how important this show is to you. So let everyone know about Flophouse three-year anniversary show. Uh, we, we have a three-year anniversary show coming up. We've been around for three years. It's kind of been wild. And uh, we are the adult swim of IWTV, we are the uh, bastard child of pro wrestling. We are live on professional wrestling at its finest. And we have been around for three years. Uh, we have a wonderful show planned, Zodiac. Uh, we have Zodiac's our champion. And there's a guy who's been around for quite a bit. And he has been, uh, he's finally claimed his due. And he's been on a tear. He's been throwing f- fire around. <laughs> it's, it's kind of been nuts. But uh, he's going to take on a, another guy. Who, who, you know, it's just, he feels it's his time. And he's been around, these these two have been around for over 20 years apiece. And they're in some of the, they're in the best shape of their life. And they're going to be main eventing for the Flophouse title, Apollo Star and Zodiac. It's, uh, it's inspiring to see people that have been around that long, that can go that hard at the top of the card. I, I love, I love seeing that. I'm really excited to see what those two veterans of the game are going to do. Uh, we have uh, Gigi Jacobs, everyone's favorite. Everyone loves Gigi Jacobs. And then everyone's favorite grandma versus Thunder Kitty. We got that going on. That should be nuts. Uh, I'm trying to remember what we announced. MM3 and don't, <laughs> MM3 and don't die. MM3 miles. die miles. That is going to be an absolute. I don't, you don't want to blink for that. That is a don't blink match right there. And then TJ Meyer versus uh, Kevin Giza, which is going to be insane. TJ Meyer working his way up the ladder, man. I'll tell you right now, he uh, win, lose, or draw, he's been in the ring with some of the best. TJ's a former guest on Edge of the Mind. He told his mental health journey and, and, and how wrestling, this rejuvenation reju- in wrestling has helped him mentally. So it, it's awesome to see people – out there who's grinding and and passionate and doing doing better than they were yesterday use my cliche line um out there doing great things so it's real hard he's a real hard working kid died and that's gonna be somewhere and that's september 18th september 18th uh bells at five but uh i mean since this is coming out closer to the show it should be announced at 420 at 420, there will be a special pre-show. Uh, brother, brother, Rumble, Rumble will make its return, and there will be more information online as that comes. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a little pre-show fun. Have the old brother, brother, Rumble, Rumble back because everyone is gonna message me and want a spot on the show. So, brother, brother, we got a Rumble, Rumble, and Bring that is. At the Indiana City Brewing Company in Indianapolis, Indiana, which yes. if you haven't yes. been there, it is an amazing, it is an amazing venue for for beer, for 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 uh, friends, for 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 having a good time, and it it is a spirits, and it is an amazing historic venue for professional wrestling in Indianapolis. If uh... If you we got some people coming from out of town. If you're coming from out of town, uh, get in touch with me, even through the Flophouse Facebook page or the, the Twitter. I will have a couple hotels. Uh, they're not really like deals, but I, I'm going to like with us straight deals with us. But I'm going to look up some well-priced hotels for people coming out of town 
seeing if I can accommodate and help people out with all of that. You know, it's just shows the type of person he is. He's wanting to help out. So Schwartz, you know, I love you and I appreciate everything you do for, for me. And, I love, yeah. I love and, you guys and love everything that you do for, for as, as many people as, as you are capable and, and, and strive to help. It's just an amazing. And your story is so amazing. And I appreciate you coming on and telling this difficult story. Um, so yeah, I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. I really do. I really appreciate what you're doing here. And again, I wanted this to be the first episode of season two, because this one was, was going to, I knew this story was going to be a tough one for you to tell. And, 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 and I know before we started recording, you, you had some, had some reservations on how it would go, but, but, but you, yeah. uh, I, you, I tend to be able to hide behind the other guy, uh, when I do these things, which is, uh, you know, let's be real. Let's be honest. Let's be, let's talk about mental health. Right. Uh, you know, that's a character that I portray and I have a tendency to be able to hide behind that character to be safe. And, uh, you know, this is a real, this is a real conversation. And I wanted to have as, as real of a conversation as I could with you guys today. Uh, I really respect what you're doing here. So I wanted to give it the utmost respect. I appreciate that. And he talked about Randy as his, his wife, who, who I love. She's near and dear to me as well. And she was on season one and she's already reached out to me to come back on for season three. when I bring the returning guests back. So if you have a bunch of grief, if you have another episode, (laughs) if you haven't listened to my conversation i don't want to call these interviews i want to call them conversations with randy west from season one go back and listen to it her story is truly inspirational as well so again brother i love you and i will talk to you you man absolutely Edge of the Mind would like to thank our partners. Whirlwind Productions Detroit. Ruse Psychedelics. And our sponsors, Brain Jerk Entertainment and Jayquist Photography. Are you struggling? Need to talk to someone? Reach out to the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at one 800 273-8255 That's 1-800-273-8255